This is a shock podcast. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that gets absolutely nothing done because you're not paid for this shit. Today, we have a full house. No, we're not talking about the sitcom. I'm talking about Nicholas John. Hello, hello. And Mifzal Malik. Yes, sir, I'm back. They're the Uncle Jesse and the other dude from Full House. I can't remember his name, Dave Coulier. You know, the guy who Alanis Morissette sang a song about, allegedly. Okay, I'm going to cut that bit out. <laughs> you can leave it in. That was very awkward. It's just just leave it in. <laughs> I have enough of that one dating, dude. Because <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to figure out the title of the song in my head. <laughs> you ought to know. You, you, you ought, ought to know. know. Yeah. I'm keeping this in totally. <laughs> Yes, we're not we're not nominated for any awards anyway. <laughs> there's there's no benefit to this. Okay, um, now that's out of the way. Let's talk about football. Uh, we had the Champions League in midweek. Defending champions, Man City reached the first knockout stage with two games to spare in Group G. Uh, they committed child abuse. I mean, they beat Young Boys three uh, nil for their fourth straight win in the group stage. Every single time. It's not really abuse, is that three <laughs> nil? Well, yeah, it could be worse. Uh, uh, but for young boys, you know, I can say there's no need to feel down. I said, <laughs> young boys, keep <laughs> yourself off the ground. But that, that's what you get when you put the defending champions in the same group as, as young boys, RB Leipzig and Red Star Belgrade. Mm-hmm. No surprises that they have four wins out of four games and they've actually scored three goals in each of their wins so far. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no offense to the other teams, but... City really got lucky with this group <laughs> stage draw, right? Uh, but I, I think that they can't. Their qualification is is secure, but I think they can't take their foot off the pedal just yet because they will want to, of course, finish as as mm-hmm. group winners, la. Yeah, for the uh, favorable draw. Yeah, the a more favorable draw. Even when they do take their foot off the pedal, it's like they're still better than every Leipzig <laughs> and Young Boys. Like a session every game, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Putting putting a Ferrari up against a twenty-year-old Kanchil, isn't it? Yeah, there's only going to be one winner. <laughs> uh, okay, now the other team to have qualified from Group G are RB Leipzig, who are through to the last sixteen with a two-one win over Red Star Belgrade. In Group F, Newcastle are currently bottom after losing 2-0 to Borussia Dortmund. Uh, there's still some hope for them yet, though. Um, they're just three points behind uh, leaders Dortmund, while PSG and AC Milan are second and third. Yeah, and it's a tight group, you know, with only three points separating mm. the, the first and the last it place. It really is a group of death, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and, and, you know, in, in keeping with, with, the, with the term, uh, Dortmund, PSG, Milan and Newcastle have all won, drawn and lost matches. Mm. You know, so there is still, like you said, hope for the Magpies. And it's not just mathematical hope because they did have that famous win over uh, PSG. Mm. Uh, they had the goalless draw against Milan and they could realistically do it again. Mm. Uh, and, and at the very least get the the runners-up spot, you know, mm-hmm. and then get into the last 16 that way. Mm-hmm. I actually see Newcastle progressing. Mm-hmm. 
any team but United at this point, actually. <laughs> Realistically speaking, you know. Speaking of which, uh, we're going to talk about everybody's favourite whipping boy, Manchester United. In Group A, they lost a seven-goal thriller, squandering the lead twice to lose 4-3 to Copenhagen. Now, a major contributor to this outcome was Marcus Rashford's uh, red card after the break. Uh, was it deserved? I mean, the red card and the defeat? <laughs> I don't know, man. Ten Hag says that they played well and the officials are to blame. So uh, what do you make of that? <laughs> well, okay. Uh, Copenhagen deserved to win, uh-huh. you know, for, for being the better team. Uh, but look, I, I think the red card was a bit soft. Mm-hmm. But in keeping with the letter of the law. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think that Rashford intended to stamp on the Copenhagen uh, player's foot, but he ended up mm-hmm. stamping on it. And so, intent or not, it was yeah. a red card offence. So, you, you really can't argue with that. But I actually think that United played very well before the sending off, mm-hmm. and they did pretty okay. They, they, they held their own after uh, Rashford got sent off as well. Mm-hmm. Um some United fans may argue that two of Copenhagen's goals were a little bit soft. But again, it's one of those things where when you look at, at VAR, a soft decision. But if you go by the letter of the law, you can see why the referee awarded it. La. Yeah, right. Also in Group A, Bayern Munich sealed their last 16 spot. Their 2-1 win over Galatasaray giving them a, four, a fourth consecutive win. Uh, United bottom of the group, but... Hey. <laughs> But, but a big but is a only, but uh, not not the kind of buts that you're thinking of, dude. <laughs> what good could come out of being bottom of the group at this okay. time? Okay, if you let me finish. Silicon, silicon, slide them off. Right. Um only one point separates United from qualification to the next stage though. And I'm sure they'll squander that as well. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. No, because thought. yes, mathematically, the group runners up spot is still up for grabs. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, United are one point behind uh third place Galatasaray and Copenhagen in second place. But whether they can actually do it or not is another story. Because look, it, it seems to be that when they're not playing badly, they are unlucky. Mm-hmm. Like in, in this case, you, you can argue that there was a bit of, of luck or rather a lack of luck in, involved in their defeat of Copenhagen, right? So uh-huh. they're either unlucky or they're playing badly. So unless yeah, unless that changes, <laughs> they're not going like, to make like it. Like you said, they're either playing badly or they're unlucky, which means by default, the verdict is we lose. Yeah. Okay. So and, at, and at this rate, they're not even going to make the Europa League. Oh, yeah, I was just going to ask yeah. you <laughs> Now, um, Group B saw Arsenal beat Sevilla 2-0 to top uh, the group. They are ahead of PSV Eindhoven and along while Sevilla, alas. Any comments? Both are shaking their head. No one cares about Sevilla? Arsenal. Sevilla? Yeah, Arsenal. Well, Sevilla will go on to the Europa League. Will they <laughs> we will win it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they seem to do, right? all part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless they finish last. And I guess that's the only hope for Liverpool, but never mind. Um, in other selected Champions League results, there were contrasting fortunes for the two biggest La Liga teams. Real Madrid booked their spot in the last 16 after beating Braga 3-0. Barcelona had a shock 1-0 defeat to Shakhtar Donetsk. Inter Milan got past Salzburg 1-0. Atletico Madrid uh, crushed Celtic 6-0. AC Milan had a 2-1 victory over PSG. 
Let's move on to the Europa League. Liverpool suffered their first defeat in the competition, going down 3-2 to Toulouse. So you could say that um, it was destined that uh, Liverpool were to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, VAR had a role in the result after it disallowed Liverpool's late equaliser due to a handball in the build-up to the goal. Uh, build-up, I'm saying this in very loose terms because... Um, the handball happened Toulouse actually played on like nothing happened and then it, it's just another B, it's just another VAR uh, mess up lah. yeah which is rare in the Champions League because mm-hmm. the standards are typically higher there yeah with a Premier League official there <laughs> <laughs> was a collaboration there <laughs> yeah but putting aside all that drama um, they definitely weren't firing all, on all cylinders uh, Liverpool obviously and even Jurgen Klopp would agree with that um, they talk about taking your foot off the pedal I guess yeah and I guess I, I think the word he used for to describe their performance was chaotic hey, uh-huh. yo that's rare yeah I mean Jurgen Klopp we all game a that. team of Darwin Nunez <laughs> <laughs> if Klopp admits that his team mm. underperformed that means yeah, they did. They, they definitely they did. did la. Yeah, and, and because Toulouse are a team that's uh, currently battling relegation mm. uh, in the French league, so you really expect the Reds to do much better mm. here. Um, and, and they have shown, you know, that, that they can yeah, do I mean, better. I mean, in the reverse, it was like 5 1, I think. Yeah. I think they were just overconfident. Overconfident one, and I, it's one of those games, you know, where we try as much as you, as much as you want, mm. things just don't don't work out for you. You know, mm. for some reason or another, everyone just your your pit's not not just in it. Okay. Also in the Europa League, West Ham pipped Olympiacos 1-0. Uh, they just need two more points to advance. Brighton boosted their qualification hopes with a 2-0 win over bottom-ranked Ajax. Uh, this is the same Ajax that is currently doing a Chelsea, <laughs> uh, meaning the Dutch Giants are currently in 11th place in the domestic league, um, which is an improvement. They were previously at the bottom of the standings. Speaking of Chelsea, uh, they're going up against Man City in the Premier League this weekend. Uh, they're hosting the trouble winners off the back of their 4-1 win against nine-man Tottenham. Uh, before we get to the preview, we'll have to talk about that match. Uh, Chelsea came back from an early goal to win thanks to Cole Palmer's equaliser and a late hat-trick from Nicholas Jackson. He is for real. Uh, good Lord. <laughs> okay, were, were Chelsea like properly good or was it was it was it very helpful the fact that Tottenham were down to, to nine men? okay first of all it was a super chaotic game you had five goals scored you had five goals disallowed you had like half a dozen or so VR mm. checks you had two red cards uh, and a very entertaining match la. Uh, but yes I, I agree with that 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 point that Chelsea actually benefited a lot from having mm. uh, Spurs go two men down, which is, I mean, not not to take too much away from Chelsea. They they were much better in this game. They wanted it. You could see like, compared to all the other games that they've played in the past, where it's like, what are you doing there? Yeah. Th- this time, they, they, it looked like there was a bit of a lot more desire mm-hmm. in, the, in the Chelsea squad. Um, but. Credit also goes to Spurs and Ange Postecoglou because mm. they were nine men down and they were still attacking mm-hmm. and like seriously attacking. Yeah, that's, it's most, like they don't know anything else. Most other teams go one man down and they are parking the bus. You yeah. know, and these guys were playing the high line even with with mm-hmm. nine men, which 
ultimately which is very edge because he did the same thing in the Champions League I mean okay uh, situation was different but Celtic went to Real Madrid and they attacked instead of as you said parking the bus yeah so uh, but okay uh, of course all this this over attacking ended up with them conceding yeah, but it's good three goals yeah. I mean, <laughs> as watchers of the game exactly but if there's one like good thing that Spurs can take from this game it's that 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 never say die mm. attitude and it's emblematic of of Spurs this season under Postecoglou that they have this this desire and this fighting spirit mm. which we've been talking about all season mm-hmm. now surely this will give Chelsea a boost of confidence against City but will it be enough uh, <laughs> oh okay Let, let's i i don't want to you know Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Playing against nine men, a chaotic game. <laughs> City! It's another story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, the win over Spurs will be a huge morale booster. Mm-hmm. But you need more than morale to go up against City. strategies, <laughs> tactics, yeah. you know, teamwork. But because, look, City have been... Really good this season. They've been they lost to to Arsenal, but then they've been on a roll after that. Mm. Uh, but you see, they've shown this season how good they are. We know how good City City can be, and we also know how inconsistent Chelsea have been this season. So mm. there's a very good chance that they had a fantastic game against Spurs, and then it's going to be like abysmal versus City. Mm. That the, would be in keeping with how they've been this the season. The only thing I am confident of is is that Haaland may not score. <laughs> He doesn't always show up in big games, man. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that, that has been his. Uh, I don't want to say curse, lah, but that that's been the thing about Haaland this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, you see, he doesn't show up against big teams. Are you calling Chelsea a big team? <laughs> ah, you see, you see, uh, you closeted blue supporter. <laughs> I can't say anything to back up anyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, second place Spurs will now be away at Wolves. That is the uh, early Saturday kickoff. Third place Liverpool will be looking for redemption when they host Brentford. Uh, the Anfield club are coming off last weekend's one all draw at Luton. Fourth place Arsenal will want to return to winning ways when they host Burnley after losing to Newcastle, who are sixth. Fifth place Aston Villa take on Fulham. Newcastle are away at Bournemouth. Seventh place Brighton face Sheffield United while the 8th place team Man United play Luton at Old Trafford it's Luton oh my God, that's a huge game it's <laughs> <laughs> a big it's essential game for United man and even that we can against lose. tough opposition yes very tough opposition they drew with Liverpool in the last game <laughs> uh, and uh, Crystal Palace take on Everton in a match that I'm sure that only one person in Malaysia cares about uh, yeah I'm talking about you Adri <laughs> Um, that is all we have for this edition of the Podball Sportscast. Thanks for tuning in. We're still doing this even though we're not getting anything about it. <laughs> no awards, no nothing. Uh, why do we even do this? <laughs> for Adrian Tio. We're bored, I guess. Yeah, okay. Besides our KPIs. Mm. And Adrian Tio. <laughs> See you next time. I'm Faisal American. I'm Nicholas John. And I am Mivzal Malik.